0: guys, welcome to episode number one. Yes, number one. It is the Kitty Litty Premiere 2021. I have low key, high key, full piano missed you guys so much. I have so many things to tell you about. So just know that From now until the end of 2021, the story times I'm about to bring to you guys are fire. They are litty. I mean, you won't believe the material I'm going to have for you guys. So buckle up, get ready for this premiere episode. It's about to be hot. Topic number one, we're going to be talking about dating apps during a pandemic. Oh my God kill me like story time we're gonna get deep into that hilarious and then topic number two we're just gonna talk about how people are freaking crazy during a pandemic like literally coming up to you like randomly everywhere like we're gonna break it down times are crazy (laughs) stay tuned coming up topic number one dating apps Okay, so who else completely hates dating? And I mean, on top of it, who else hates dating during a global pandemic? Like, it can't get any worse than that. So let me break it down to you. Let's rewind all the way to 2020 because it has been a hot minute since I've been talking to you guys. So during 2020, like, I got back with, like, an ex-slash-friend and it was a shit show, fuck him, like, fuck you, negative energy, definitely GVO, no, Uh, took that from Housewives of Potomac, I never can say that word, Potomac, oh my god, like, literally, middle finger to him, like, hate him, like, I thought after that, I literally was never gonna date again, and, like, low-key, high-key, full piano, probably was gonna try to go lesbian, because I was like, I fucking hate men, but, I gave it a moment, took me a year, but I got on a dating app and like I went on so many dates. And like, I literally think I've become so cutthroat. Like, literally, I would go on dates and like guys would fall in love with me and I'll be like, bye. Like, literally, like, ghost them, like, just do something to just like get myself out of the scenario. Like, I just didn't give a fuck. I was blowing off guys. I would be like, all of a sudden, like, I'm married, like, pow, here's the ring, like, get the fuck out of my face, like, I'm ignoring dudes, like, I'm flaking on dudes, like, I was cutthroat, like, now that I think about it, like, wow, like, I feel like some of the guys, like, I met, like, maybe they just got the brunt of my wrath from, like, my, I wouldn't even fucking call him an ex, like, we were not technically together, because we were technically going through the flow, but I literally was like, fuck every guy, fuck you. Like that's how I felt about every single guy. But flash forward through all those crazy dates. And I mean, I had a lot of fun. Like, you know, I had some cool fun and I was dating all over the spectrum from athletes to chemical engineers to doctors to lawyers. Like I was everywhere. Like I was living my best life. Like I was like, fuck it. But I was recently dating this guy that was like a doctor apparently, and I say apparently, and let's put it in quotations, because (laughs) this story is like so fucking hilarious, so I met this guy, and like, he was cute, like, he wasn't like, fine, but he was cute, like, he could get it, like, he was cute, and he was a doctor, so I was like, fuck, like, are you kidding me, a surgeon, doctor, like, for sure, you could get it, like, hello, and I was like, all right, and you know, like, he was cute, like, you know what I mean, so we go on a date, And, you know, he shows up in his little Range Rover. Like, the date was, like, not, like, that exciting of a place. Like, it was nice he tried to pick something local to me. But, like, you know what? Like, I need five-star restaurant. I need, like, cloth, you know, over the table, like bottles on deck like five course meal like I need you going above and beyond like this was just like a local bar thing and I appreciate it was local to me and I didn't have to drive far because like I went to a doctor game earlier that day so I wasn't trying to be driving all over town but I mean fuck it he could have sent me a car like oh fucking loser but anyways (sighs) I went on a date with him and you know, we were having fun and it was a cool time. And we had like two drinks each. I had a gin and tonic, hello, that's my shit. They didn't have Hendrix, they had Bombay, like fuck me. Like who the fuck drinks cheap ass Bombay. But anyways, I had it cause I was having a gin and tonic kind of vibe night and he was drinking whiskey like every typical LA guy basic. So we had two drinks each. Um, and then we left to go play pool across the street. And, you know, he grabbed my hand and I was like, oh, this is cute. This is cute. Like, okay, this might work. This might be a vibe. It might be a vibe. So we go across the street. We're like playing pool. We get beer. And then next thing I know, and girls like, take notes. This is fucking stupid. This is fucking stupid of me. This is me not thinking with my, my, my brain, okay? I went to the bathroom. And right before I left to the bathroom, I moved my drink to another table. I left my $4,000 Louis Vuitton and my fucking drink. What the fuck was I fucking thinking? Like, because I guess I was thinking like, oh, he's a doctor. And mind you, like when he got our table and drinks, like he pulls out all these water hundreds and I'm like, okay, like, dude, this guy's bawling. Like he's a fucking surgeon. Like I can leave my $4,000 bag, you know, and my drink. Like he's not going to fucking be crazy. You know, he's not going to try to lose his medical license. So I go to the bathroom, I come back and then we're playing pool and then he beats me. Next thing I know, he's grabbing my arm aggressively. Sir, I'm sorry, excuse me? Sir, what are you doing? And he's like pulling me towards him. And I'm like, sir, hello? <laughs> um, can you get your hand, you know, off of my arm like that? and you know he's like oh no but you're gonna kiss me and then he comes in to try to kiss me and i'm like sir no it's a global pandemic i mean i know you're a doctor and all but like you just don't be sneaking up on people trying to kiss people all right away i need my i need my space i need to think about it and second of all like we didn't bet on shit so you can't just be demanding shit out of me you know i mean just because you're a doctor like whatever like like whatever so then i was like okay fine it's like, well, you know, he can't. So I was like, okay, if we play again and you beat me, then I'll give you a kiss. Like, you know, playing a little hard to get, you know how, you know how I do. So we play again and, you know, mind you, you know, we're sipping on our drinks and like we play again, he beats me, I kiss him. And like, he like just couldn't take the pack. Like it was like going all in for it. And I'm like, oh, I hate when guys do that. Like, because it's like, dude, I'm not a PDA kind of girl. Like I'm not a PDA kind of girl. Like, please, like. Literally low key, like that's only if we've been in a relationship for a minute. Like, and like, I'm really into you. Like, just don't like first day be all trying to be like all up on me. Like, first day, like, it's a lot, you know what I mean? It's a lot. So, anyways, after we did that moment, like, we're leaving, and I'm like looking at him, and he's looking a little like kind of like he's getting a little out of it, like, yeah, a little bit too much to drink. And then we're going to each other's cars, we happen to be parked right in front of one another across the street. I'm like, are you okay to drive? Because apparently he lived like in the city. and like, I live in the valley. So I was like, you okay to drive? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, um, you don't seem okay. Like, you know, and because we were in the vicinity of where I live, I'm like, okay, like, why don't you come over? Like, you know, have some water. Because by this time, everything's like closing. Because, you know, during the pandemic, like places close at like midnight. So I'm like, okay, like, why don't you come to my place? Like, have a glass of water, sober up. Before you drive, I don't want to get, I don't want you to get a DUI. Like, I wouldn't want that shit on my conscience. Like, even if I don't, like, fucking know you and it's like our first aid, like, I wouldn't want to put someone in that type of predicament because I would never be able to forgive myself. That's like the nice person, me, like, double edged sword, like, fuck my life. So, anyways, he comes to my place and he's like, sitting on the couch and I'm like, in the bathroom. And he's like, and I come out and I'm trying to get him a water. He's like, so what are you going to make us a drink? I'm like, I'm going to give you H2O. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, I'm not going to give you, like, Don Julio, when you're like going in and out of consciousness. Next thing I know, after I give him the water, like he's like straight out passing out, going in and out, in and out, in and out. I'm like, oh my God, like, let me open the window. Let me, you know, lay down. Here's a blanket. Like, here's some more water, like, babying him. Like, what the fuck? Like, you are a grown ass man. Like, you are 36 years old. Like, get it the fuck together. Like, what is going on? I don't get it. I don't get it. Like, I am 35, you're 36. Like, I feel like we're like in like 19 20 like what the fuck like f- what what happened like did you pop amali like did you like drink heavily before you came to see me well i don't think he did that because like honestly like he wasn't drunk when i met up with him and i'm like did he pop something and i didn't know like i don't know like i don't know this dude but he was going in and out of consciousness. I was a little worried. I'm like, well, you're a fucking doctor. Like, make yourself come back to life. Like, what the fuck? I'm, a fuck? I'm not a fucking doctorate, MD. Like, I don't know what the fuck to do, but give you water and tell you to lay down, give you some fresh air. Like, bring yourself back to life. You know this shit. This is what you went to school for. But then again, I had to I had to fucking put on, a, you know, fucking that white coat that they wear. And I had to become a doctor. So I'm like, fuck. Next thing I know, he's like downing the water. I'm like, okay, let me give him another water. So I give him another water and we're talking. Next thing I know, next thing I know, okay. All I hear is, oh, and he is up. He is running to my bathroom. He is slamming the door. He is, mind you, he didn't even turn on the light. So me sitting on the couch, My heart was in my stomach and I was like, fuck me. This guy just vomited all over my fucking bathroom and I'm about to kill his ass. That's what I wanted to do. I was like, I'm like, okay, this is going to be, this is going to be CSI Los Angeles. We're about to go kill his ass because if you know me, you know, I'm OCD clean. You know me, I'm not fucking with that COVID-19 SARS-22. Like I do not want to be dealing with your fucking bodily, nasty, acid-ass fluids all over my bathroom, okay? And I didn't think he was smart enough to, like, get in the bathroom in pitch dark and find the toilet, okay? So I got up very scarcely after I got past wanting to kill him. It took me, like, five seconds. So I was like, okay, let me go see if he needs help and make sure that my bathroom is not desecrated okay so I go in the bathroom and he's like oh my god I don't want you to see me like this I'm so embarrassed I'm like shut the fuck up okay and I'm looking around I'm scouting the bathroom I'm like okay he got most of the vomit in the fucking toilet like most of it meaning like basically all of it I don't know how he did it like god was on both our sides there was a couple drops like on the side and like on the floor which he was like crazily using all my toilet paper and baby wipes to clean up he's like i'm gonna clean i'm gonna clean I'm like leave leave i'm like shut the fuck up okay like this is giving me anxiety like just finish your fucking vomit like i had to train like a kid like finish your fucking vomit so i can then clorox and microban the shit out of this fucking bathroom and so jet and all of this then i'm like oh my god you got on the curtain he's like no that's your dirty ass crusty ass curtain you know what at that point i wanted to get his head and put it in his vomit in the toilet and drown his ass but i came back to life and i said (laughs) you fucking piece of shit finish vomiting okay and fucking get yourself face wiped off and go fucking sit in the living room and finish the fucking water so you can get the fuck out of my house okay I don't know if I really, it went down like that, but like, that's how it was going down in my mind. Um... So next thing I know, he's finishing the water. He's like, I feel so much better. I'm like, duh, because you fucking vomited your whole stomach in my fucking bathroom. So I'm in the bathroom and I'm like microbanning everything, Clorox, everything, taking the shower curtain off and putting it in the hamper. Like I am literally Swiffer Jeffing and microbanning the floor. Like I'm disinfecting everything. He's like, do you really have to do this right now? I was like, "Uh, yeah, (laughs) Uh, yeah. Have you heard of COVID-19 SARS-22? I don't fucking know you. I don't fucking know what kind of germs you have. What am I going to do? Just let the vomit sit and, you know, simmer in the fucking bathroom? Of course not. I got to clean this shit up right fucking now because I don't leave my fucking bathroom dirty and crusty, motherfucker. And that's on period. So I finish cleaning. He finishes drinking his water. Then he comes in his bathroom and tries to help himself to my Listerine. Sir, excuse you. I know you're not trying to put your vomit fucking mouth on my Listerine, you need to ask for a little, you know, disposable cup or you need to waterfall it. So you know, he's going ahead and you know, he's waterfalling it and I'm watching him because if he puts his fucking mouth on my fuck or breeze on my fucking Listerine, I'm gonna knock his fucking ass out. So he didn't and then um you know he then starts to go like getting my toothpicks and like picking his fucking teeth i guess like the fucking vomit out of his teeth like ew um and i was like he's like oh i'm so fresh for you now and i'm like ooh, like really but you know what i know you're gonna hate me for this but i'm gonna keep it one fucking hundred did I fucking kiss his ass after that? Yeah, I fucking did. Was it my proudest moment? No, it fucking wasn't. Do I regret it now? Yes, I fucking do. But I mean, just to like vouch for myself, I thought he was cute. And like, I felt like we had a great time. And I felt like, you know, he was vulnerable. And like, we're under the impression that maybe he got roofied like by one of the bartenders, which mind you, I know how that feels because I was dating another guy who met up with me after I was at a bar. So I was like at a bar by myself because sometimes I go to bars by myself having a couple drinks. And whenever I'm by myself, I feel like like random bartenders and people like buy me fucking hella fucking drinks. And before I know it, like I get really tipsy. But this night, it was interesting because I maybe only had like three or four drinks. And after that, I was fucked up and I am a, I'm like a heavy hitter. Like I don't really drink that much anymore, but I used to drink. Okay. I used to drink. I used to out drink dudes. So like for me, like four drinks is not going to cause me to pass out, but I literally was going in and out of consciousness and I was like, what the fuck is going on? So i ended up meeting up with another guy that came to like save me that night and he brought me to my house and i literally passed out and i woke up like two hours later and it was really creepy because i was like what the fuck happened And he's like i don't know what happened we were watching tv and then you just passed out for two hours it's like what the fuck like i think someone like roofied me so sadly i feel like in the valley I think the bars are roofing people. So, like when I was asking him what happened to him, like I didn't think, you know, that it wasn't unlikely that he got roofied by a bartender because it's happened to me. You know what I mean? And so that was really scary. Um, that it happened again to someone that I was hanging out with. But then it gets a little bit more twisted because after this happened and you know obviously he ended up fucking leaving that night like after we had a little kiss sash, like okay you're out like whatever get the fuck out bye elevator down to the left goodbye go find your car bye um but of course like yeah fuck yeah I was gonna tell everybody like are you fucking kidding me so including my fucking podcast like here we are hello So, I low-key, like, was telling my trainer and friends and my mom. And you know what happens when you tell your mom about this crazy type of shit. Like, she, of course, is going to fucking give you another fucking point of view you never fucking thought of. So, my mom immediately, immediately was like... I don't like this guy. This guy is sketchy. And you know what I think? I think he tried to drug you and accidentally drugged himself. Whoa, mom. Whoa, whoa. And I was like, mom, you crazy for that one Are you. For real? For real? For real? And I was like really shocked. But you know why I think that makes sense? Let me tell you why I think that makes sense. So let's flash forward. Let's flash forward. So after this, he hit me up and he's like, hi, caretaker. And I'm like, "Uh, you must be fucking kidding me. So he's a piece of shit, as you can see. So after that, he tried to hang out two other times and I was unavailable. So um, finally, I was like, "Okay, like, yeah, like we'll hang out again. And I was like, maybe let me give this guy another chance. So he was like, let's um, hang out tonight, like on a Thursday right now. And I was like, no, I can't like, but just hit me up about, you know, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, like this weekend, like I could do something chill. So I never hear from him right on Friday. But on Saturday, I get a call at one o'clock in the morning. I'm in bed, all tucked in. Netflix is running. I have passed out. I wake up to my phone blaring, and I don't know why, because it was on Do Not Disturb from 11 p.m. to 7 a.m., so it's blaring, so I answer the fucking phone, I mean, excuse me, I don't answer the fucking phone, fuck me, I did not answer the fucking phone, I like literally went on to space, because this fucking story is just like crazy, it's just like never ending, of course I didn't fucking answer the phone, so I saw um, the number with the name, I didn't see the number, but I saw the name, I was like... XYZ and it was like who the fuck is that? Who is this? And you know, he has like a common name of a guy that I've dated before. Like I've dated a lot of guys with this name, like not the last name, but the first name. So I was like which one is this? Like, because you know how some guys you talk to and you haven't talked to them in like two years. And then all of a sudden they fucking hit you up two years later out of the blue, like drunken call. Like you're going to fucking answer and be like, yeah, I come over. So then I was like, Oh no, this is a new XYZ. So, I was like, oh, that's his last name. And I was like, oh, fuck this guy. Why is he calling me at one o'clock in the morning? So then I just silenced it, let it ring, didn't answer it. Next day, didn't bother to call or text him. I deleted all his messages. I was like, I'm fucking done with this guy. But I got curious. And you know why I got curious is because my mom was like, I think he tried to drug you. I don't trust this guy. There's something fishy about this guy. So when she said that, that put a red flag in my head that i needed to basically background check google this guy like maybe he's full of shit about a lot of different things right i don't know you know us women we have this intuition i swear it's like our superpower it's like we fucking know so and mom's like fucking always know so even though we don't want to admit it okay okay so i google his name and you know what like let me preface this as Everybody know, you all know your doctors, right? If you Google any of your doctors, what is going to come up, okay? Number one, their medical license. Number two, where they work. It's going to say M D. XYZ, you know, went to this school, their LinkedIn, like their accolades, like because that's what doctors go through, right? So tell me why I Googled this guy, X Y Z. And zero fucking things came up regarding him being a doctor or a surgeon. I fell to the floor. I was like, okay, wait, 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 wait. Maybe Google needs me to add in MD, surgeon, which mind you, you don't need to do. If you put in someone's name who is in the medical license database and actually a real doctor, you wouldn't have to do that. So I just was like, okay, let me just do it even though I know I don't need to do it. So I added MD, I added surgeon, nothing popped up. I was just like, are you fucking kidding me? And I literally couldn't find, and he said he worked at a hospital. If you work at a hospital, you're for sure gonna pop up when people Google your name. And so I was like, this guy has no footprint. So then I background check him. Turns out that his phone number comes up with his name his age it comes up with a different city than where he told me he lives which is really creepy because the city that he lives in apparently is right down the street from me um furthermore it says he's apparently married and that he has five different companies and i'm like are you fucking kidding me? So rewind, I was like, my mom was so right. Because she's like, something is off about this guy. He probably tried to drug you, but ended up drugging himself. And you know why that makes sense? Is because, motherfucker, you're not even a doctor. Anybody who would go on a dating app and lie about their job to the point where you're taking fake professional pictures in a white doctor's coat and scrubs... To try to prove you're a doctor. That's sick as fuck. That is so fucking sick. And the fact that you're possibly married. And you live right down the street from me. Like disgusting. Disgusting. Like I literally was like. Who the fuck is this guy? Like who the fuck is he? So after all that happened. You know, obviously, I never called him back. I never hit him back up, especially after finding all this out. And he's been texting me and texting me and texting me. And I was to the point where I was ignoring him and he was still texting me. And I'm like, what is he not getting? What's not registering? So I finally blocked him like a round of applause because know your fucking worth. okay? know your fucking worth. You don't need to put up with that shit. I don't need to put up with that shit. And honestly, he's a complete fucking fraud. He's a complete fucking fraud. And that is why I am not going to be fucking with these motherfucking dating apps. And let me tell you which dating app this was. Because if they listen to this fucking podcast, they should fucking know that you have motherfuckers like this on your fucking website who are doing shit like this. And it's dangerous because they shouldn't be on websites misrepresenting what they do for a living to the point where they're taking fake pictures and using props and shit to make themselves be in a certain per- profession and saying that they're single when they're not and trying to go out with women and drug them and thankfully my angels and god were on my side and he ended up drugging his own stupid fucking ass because why the fuck would i need to drug you are you kidding me Like, are you kidding me? And yeah, he fucking did try to think I was trying to drug him. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here, okay? So, Hinge, do better, Hinge. Because you say your app, you're supposed to get it, and it's the app that's meant to be deleted. Yeah, true. Like, and I'm not saying there aren't people who beat true love on Hinge. But... If you have motherfuckers like this who prey on women who are really trying to just find genuine connections, it can turn really dangerous and really sinister fast. So what I'll say to women out there is, don't hesitate to do a FaceTime date as the first date. You know what I mean? And even if you meet with them in person, always make it a public place. And always, always, always get their fucking last name and Google their fucking ass and make sure they are who they say they are and that they have the backup 411 to say that I'm a lawyer, I'm a doctor, I'm an entrepreneur, whatever, I'm a musician tour manager for this artist. Let you be able to Google their ass and fucking find that shit. Because if I can't Google your ass and find that shit, then I'm not going to meet up with you because I don't have to, who the fuck are you? Who the fuck are you? You know what I mean? And there's too many crazy people out there for you to be wasting your time with someone who's trying to misrepresent themselves so bad because you don't know their intentions. You don't know what they're trying to do. They they might be trying to hurt you. Okay, so women, you got to watch out for yourselves. And people might think you're motherfucking crazy. But fool, what is your social media? What is your last name? Because I'm about to look your ass the motherfucking up before I meet with show ass. And that's our motherfucking period. Now, don't tell me that story wasn't litty. But I hope my little kittens have learned a lesson from my mistakes. Okay, don't make my mistake learn from my lessons. Coming up next, we have topic number two. And you already know what it is. These motherfuckers is crazy. Baby, you're doing too much. Okay, so topic number two, we already, you know, be just talking about how crazy people are being, I don't know, I feel like this pandemic has brought the crazy out of people, you know what I mean? Like literally low key, high key, Um, but I feel like, you know, everybody's just on edge and everybody's dying for a connection and everybody just, you know, wants to connect with strangers. And I get it. And I understand we've all been locked up for almost two years. I totally get it. I'm still trying to get into the groove of things because I'm so used to isolating myself, right? Like everybody else from the pandemic. So we're all slowly trying to get out and re-socialize ourselves. I get it. It's hard, but I feel like some people want to do it so bad, so bad that they're just like hind, like they're hindering other people's space. Okay. And this is a perfect example. So I'm at Panda Express minding my own motherfucking business. And don't talk about my Panda Express because I work out six days a week and I've been going batshit fucking acting crazy fucking gym rat bullshit and i eat healthy all the time. So once in a blue moon, i like to go a little crazy and get some teriyaki chicken with vegetables and white rice at Panda Express. Okay? Like hello. You know what i mean? So, i was in line, it was a long ass line. I don't know why this one always seems to have a long ass fucking line. Maybe cuz they actually make their shit really fucking fresh and they give you good fair portions. Cuz you know, sometimes you be going to some Panda Expresses And they be trying to give you, like, a small-ass scoop. Man, can I get some more chicken? What do you mean you're only going to give me one filet? It's supposed to be two filets. And some places give you, like, three or four filets. Those are the bitches I be fucking with. But you go to the ones that be giving you, like, four pieces of chicken. Bitch, get the fuck out of here. So this one don't be doing that shit. So anyways... I'm in line, minding my own business, I came from my workout, I just really want to eat something, you know, I'm looking little, you know, a little, little cute, got the Yeezys on, got the YSL bag, you know, doing my thing, you know, I walked in, like, everybody, all eyes on me, like, hello, not even trying, but, you know, I'm a baddie, ha. <laughs> you know, tongue out, whoa. So, anyways, I'm in line, and this guy walks in, he's like, oh, this is so long, and I'm like, obviously. Like, you know, like, you know how some people like walk into public places and they're so fucking loud because they're trying to like make conversations with people around them. And I was like ignoring him because I don't want to have a conversation with you, sir. Like, give me six feet. Like, you're three feet on my back. Like, I don't know why you just walk straight right in, like, from the door on my back. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and then you want to just be all loud because you want me to engage in conversation. I don't want to engage. I'm hangry. I just came from a hardcore workout. I just want my panda. I want to get the fuck out of here. Okay. So, you know, I guess some people noticed that he was trying to, you know, be all loud and make combo with me. And I ignored him. And, you know, it tore his ego a bit. Guys have this fucking, all this pride and ego. Like, if you crush it, it's like they're determined to rebound and to make themselves look good. So I'm just sitting, minding up my own business, playing on my phone, words with friends, looking at Laker game tickets, minding my own business. Next thing I hear is, excuse me. And I'm like, I'm looking around, side peripheral. I'm like, I'm not in anybody's way. Next thing I hear, excuse me, plus a tap tap. And I was like, on my shoulder. And I'm like, I know, I know. I know, (laughs) I know this person behind me did not just touch me. I know this motherfucker did not just touch me. And when I say I slowly pivoted around, and let me tell you, this pivot was so slow. This pivot was so slow that if you were that guy you would have went like fuck panda I'm about I'm am I'm gonna go have in and out of the street like that's I mean I literally was about to turn around and murder this guy in panda express it was playing out in my mind but I was like um that was me literally this is how irritated I was I was like um can I help you with something can I help you with something? And he literally was like, I'm like, cause he had this big ass, thick ass mask on. Thank God. Because you like, <laughs> you're like two feet off my back, sir. Like, <laughs> you know, I don't want to catch those droplets. And I was like, come again. And then he went to go take his mask. No, I, I can hear you just, repeat what you're saying sir and so he repeats it he says how much is your YSL bag come again (laughs) sir are you joking no I'm trying to get one for my wife and I want to know how much they are sir excuse me, you don't walk up on a stranger and ask them how much their property is, just like you don't walk up to a stranger and ask them how much money is in their bank account. That's dangerous. You're a stranger, stranger danger. And yes, I said that shit because I don't give a fuck. I'm hangry. And so you're touching my shoulder during a global pandemic. You're not giving me six feet and you're asking very personal questions. That you have no business asking me. Okay, I didn't say all that, but I did let him know what the business was. Then he was so shocked and felt stupid that he's walking up to a woman and asking her how much her bag is. When clearly you know this bag is already a couple thousands of dollars. I'm not going to tell you. So you could catch me in the parking lot. And try to kill me and steal my fucking bag. Which seems to be happening often in Los Angeles. Why would I put myself in danger with a stranger? So I know he felt stupid. Because I know how to make people feel stupid really quick. So I saw his little puppy eyes kind of hang low and sweet cheerio and he was just so apologetic he's like i'm so sorry i just i understand i just was i was wasn't thinking i was asking you know because i wanted to get it for my wife's birthday sir i don't need the pity party it's about two to four thousand dollars google it have a nice day Thank you, sir. Thank you. I turned my fucking black ass around. Sir, give me six feet and don't let me catch you in the parking lot. So then I literally went through the line. And of course, like usual, Panda Express never has vegetables on hand. And it's always a three minute wait for the vegetables. I mean, are people really eating that many vegetables? So I was like, sure, I'll wait. Because I wanted to make sure that this guy behind me got his food and got the fuck out in the parking lot in his car and back to where the fuck he needed to go because I didn't want to catch him in the parking lot. So the lady was like, do you want to pay now? I was like, no, I'm waiting on my vegetables. I'll pay once everything is ready. Let me make sure this guy gets in the parking lot, gets in this car, drives, hits that road, hits that freeway. I don't want to be near him. Okay, so then that's what happened. And then I got up and left. And then I said, "Wow, I'm going to put this shit in my podcast because you know what? People be too fucking nosy. Okay, people be too fucking nosy. Too many people are going out there robbing places, robbing people. Why would you think I would go tell you how much my bag is? Why would I put myself in a compromising position to get robbed? Furthermore, if you want to know how much a YSL bag is for your wife, Go ask Google, put in black YSL bag and click enter. It will give you all the different styles and how much it is. Pick up the phone, call Saxon Neiman's, ask them how much their YSL bags are, or go home, ask Alexa, ask Siri on your fucking iPhone that you're holding in your phone. Don't go ask a random stranger what her bag cost. Hello, there is 10 different ways that you can find out the price of a black YSL bag other than bothering a stranger. Excuse me, sir. Like, I mean, I just, I don't get it. So it's like all this technology and what is it going to waste? Because people just want to connect so bad. And I want to connect with people. Don't get me wrong. I don't really like people, but I do like people, some people, and I want to connect. I do but there's certain things I don't want to connect on. Me telling you how much money my things cost is none of your fucking business. And some people are so fucking nosy and that shit irritates me when they come up to you, how much is your car? How much is your car? How much is your bag? How much are your shoes? How, how much is your rent? why are you asking me all these questions? It's too much. It's too much. You need to worry about how much money you got in your bank account, how much your shit costs. And if you want to know how much shit costs, you need to go ask Siri and Alexa and Google. Okay. Not me. So Be cognizant, people, because I mean, most recently in Beverly Hills, this guy had a $500,000 watch on and got robbed in Beverly Hills, which is one of the safest cities in broad daylight. You can't be sharing, unfortunately, how much shit costs. And, like, honestly, when I saw the watch, I was like, oh, I I didn't know of a $500,000 watch and what it would look like. So, you know, people are getting to know about these things and how much they are maybe you know sometimes you know especially with guys they like they like to brag and say oh look at my five hundred thousand dollar watch i want to i want to make it known i want to be loud about it or they want to be super fucking flashy with their fucking lambo trucks and just you know everything's super flashy i like expensive things i really fucking love expensive things don't get me wrong but I'm very incognito and I'm very, I try not to wear too much at once because at the end of the day, I'm not motherfucking Kim Kardashian, Kylie Jenner. Okay. I don't fucking have like security on deck, arm security ready to go. You know what I mean? If someone rolls up on me, not to mention I don't have all those lavish type of expensive stuff as they do, not yet at least. But You know, when you have those type of things, like if you're not traveling with security, even if you're not a celebrity, you should be traveling with security because if you can afford a $500,000 watch, that's a fucking house on your fucking wrist. Okay. Well, not a house in LA. I mean, that's like a house in like fucking Wyoming, but that's a fucking house somewhere other than LA on your wrist. Okay. You know what I mean? That's a fucking Rolls Royce on your wrist people like that got to understand that if you want to wear shit like that, you can't be flashy with it. And you have to travel with security because people are watching. And even when you don't think people are watching, people are watching. Like, I don't like when people watch me. I mean, I get it. Like, I'm beautiful. I attract attention and I have nice things but I'm not really looking to attract. I'm not one of those girls that it's like, I'm very like a production everywhere I go. No, like, and honestly, I really like, I might have used these on in a nice purse, but I'm wearing Fashion Nova, like a cheap ass $40 Fashion Nova outfit. You know what I mean? Like I have diamonds on, but they're not like huge bulky ass diamonds. Like I'm not trying to always cause a scene because I know already I can dress in all Forever 21 and cause a fucking scene. So it's like, I think it's so important to like, be low key, because people are watching like, I literally have like, left places, I mean, gone to places and left, or like, well, excuse me, gone to places. And like was leaving, oh, that's what I was gonna say, like, oh, my God, I'm having like a brain fart. Like, oh, my gosh, I'm like getting old. I've gone to places and left and like people will be like oh I saw you like just get out of your Tesla like when you were coming in the store and like I wanted to like see your car and ask you questions no 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 what you were watching me like that's creepy like am I being surveilled surveilled like who are you are you the fucking Pelpo? are you LAPD sir can I help you like guys are just really fucking creepy like low-key like guys are really creepy like really do girls stalk guys like this like oh well now that i think about it some girls be stalking guys like seriously like you know stalking their social media and their shit like i don't get it i don't give a fuck to stalk anybody that deep no and i think it's creepy and i think it's sick and i don't think you should be that involved in someone else's life who gives a fuck okay who gives a fuck all everybody just needs to mind their own business. And like, this is like a great, like segue into that movie on, um, Amazon prime. It's called like the voyeur or voyeur or whatever, something like that. I forget the people's, uh, the lead actress name. She's been in like a bunch of other things, but that is so true. Like, we are so obsessed with other people and what they're doing. Like, look at how people are obsessed with TikTok and Instagram. And like, we just want to know what other people are doing. We just want to be so involved in what they have and what they're doing. And a lot of times, it's all for show. It's all for show. And we're so consumed in what other people are doing that we're not even worrying about our own lives. So I would say like shout out to the Voyeur or Voyeur whatever on Amazon Prime. Go watch it. Very interesting movie, you know, with a glass of wine, a little bit of kettle corn, popcorn. Nice little like Friday night movie. Um but yeah, that was the lowdown. So people are just crazy. This is the point of this This is the point of the show. People would just be acting crazy. It's just too much. It's like pipe it down. You're at a 12. I need you at a 5. Okay. It's just. It's a lot. Okay. So that is the episode. Episode number one. Oh my god. Oh my god. I can't believe it's episode number one of season two, Kitty Liddy. I have come so far. We're at season fucking two. So I'm so happy that you guys have stuck with me and I'm getting new listeners all the time. Love you guys so much. Thanks for the love and support. Coming up next, we got Words with Wisdom. Stay tuned. <sighs> I was digging through my quotes and um, found this quote and thought it just resonated with this with this podcast and for me when I look for a quote I just go through a bunch of different quotes and then I try to find one that resonates with my episode right and this one the minute I fell on it by James Joyce I was like oh shit this one like I feel like this one just speaks to my podcast so The quote is, the actions of men are the best interpreters of their thoughts. Let's read it one more time. The actions of men are the best interpreters of their thoughts. So we've all heard that saying, actions speak louder than words. You can tell me that you love me. You can tell me your intentions are good. You can tell me... You're a fucking president of the United States. You can tell me whatever the fuck you want to tell me, right? You could tell me you're married or you could tell me whatever. I don't give a flying fuck, okay, what you say. I don't. I don't. I really don't. It's your actions, that i will pay attention to and that is something that you all will learn as you get older or if you haven't learned that and maybe you're older let this be the time that you learn you know what i mean because for me like if someone does me wrong or like if someone does me wrong and they apologize i'll forgive them right but if you do me wrong again I will not forgive you again. You know what I mean? I might fucking stick around and be cordial or I might completely cut you all the way the fuck out of my life. Reason being, if you said sorry for an action that you did that was fucked up and you do it again or you do another fucked up action, that's my bad if I take your ass back because you're gonna keep doing fucked up shit. And sorry doesn't mean sorry if your actions don't change and you don't prove to me through your actions that you want to change and you want to do better. You feel me? Like, let me get a fucking hallelujah, okay? People don't understand. Like, I don't care. You can tell me sorry till your face turns blue, okay? Because at the end of the day, sorry and I love you, and all these words are just fucking words, okay? They have no meaning to me, okay? The only way your words will have meaning to me is if your words and your actions align, and there is a reaction, okay? You feel me? Like a chemical reaction, okay? So, those need to come together, your words and your actions to have a reaction. And that reaction better be something fucking positive. Because it's not, then bye. The door is closed. Okay, we're G V O. Good vibes only, Wendy from Potomac. That's what she said. Because if you pull that show, if you pull that show, okay, you're gonna be G V O no. Okay, so always look at people's actions, and not just men, this goes for women too. Always look at people's actions because they interpret their thoughts, and people will just say words all day long, but unless their actions match up with their thoughts, You know what I mean? That's how you're going to interpret it. Is their actions are going to interpret their true thoughts. So I hope you guys stay safe. I hope you guys laughed and cried and had an awesome time with me on this premiere episode of Kitty Liddy. I am Going to stick with you guys and keep doing this podcast. And we're going to just blow this shit up. We're going to blow fucking Kitty Liddy through the fucking roof because this shit is lit. Okay. And make sure you follow me on Instagram, Tade Jolie, T A D E Jolie. It's my new Instagram page. I know, I know. I deleted my last one. I needed a break from social media. It's so toxic as fuck. I had to delete my social media. I haven't had what Instagram for like damn near a year and a half, two years. Maybe. Yeah, like fucking two years. So it's been a minute. So go follow my new Instagram page, Tade Jolie, T-A-D-E, Jolie, one word, and send me DMs, follow me, love me, and make sure to like and follow my Kitty Lily podcast on Spotify, Apple, and wherever you catch your podcast, because I'm like streaming everywhere and I fucking love it. This shit is worldwide. I love you guys. Thanks for sticking with me. Let's get kitty lady real soon. Bye.